0: and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call
1: 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai,
0: there's joy in every journey.
1: Welcome to Sports Talk here on the Big 870. Mike you along with Bobby Abair and Charlie Long. And certainly the big news of the day, a Clark County grand jury has indicted Alvin Kamara and three others for alleged beating at a Las Vegas nightclub last year. Uh, Camara also Cincinnati Bengals cornerback Chris Lammons and two other men face criminal charges connected to the incident Uh, that happened actually February 5th 2022 during the Pro Bowl weekend to break it down for us we have uh, with us uh, Craig Murdoch defense attorney out in New Orleans and uh, Craig (laughs) we knew eventually this was going to happen but this is a big deal especially for where it happened at in Las Vegas.
2: Happy Mardi Gras, Bobby and Mike.
3: <laughs> happy yeah, Mardi, happy Gras Mardi, 30, Mardi Gras, exactly. Greg. Oh, when it rains, it pours. Yeah, I Greg.
2: <laughs> exactly. Um, so I, I would disagree with you, Mike, on whether we knew this was going to happen. This ha- the original incident that led to the arrest occurred February of 2022, so almost a year ago, and... Um, the, as you guys are aware, the case had been continued several times throughout the year, and particularly, obviously, during football season. It was continued. Um, the complaining witness in the matter, uh, Mr. Green, filed a civil lawsuit in New Orleans that has been removed to federal court. There's obviously a stay in that pending um, the resolution of the criminal charges. Um Alvin has hired probably the two best criminal defense lawyers in Las Vegas, David Schoenfeld um, and his partner to represent him in this matter. And I would have told you when this happened that it was probably I would have put it at about a 60 to 75 percent chance that this would have been wrapped up before now with Kamara writing a check to the victim and maybe doing some anger management or diversion classes and it all kind of getting swept under the rug, so to speak. Um, The indictment, the the prosecutors do not waste valuable grand jury time on cases where they do not have the cooperation of the victim. So um, in, in Nevada, my understanding is, Um, if you, uh, if you, you can be, you can be charged with a crime in two ways. One is bill of information and the other is an indictment. And in Nevada, my understanding is most felonies are indicted to prevent the defendant from having what's called a preliminary hearing where they can question usually just the police officer, but it can be more than the police officer. Um, and sort of test holes in the case and theory and all of that. So um, Alvin will lose his right to a preliminary hearing uh, through all of this, but that was always probably going to happen with the way procedure is in Nevada. And based on the comments from David Schoenfeld today, it sounds like they are preparing to go to trial on yep. this. Um, I will tell you the charge that he was indicted on the second degree, it's the equivalent of uh sec what's called second degree battery in Louisiana, but it's in Nevada. It's assault and ba- battery with a serious uh, bodily injury. It is, it is probatable. He could, if he's found guilty, he could receive probation. Uh, but I, I, I think, and I think that's probably the likely outcome if he does plead guilty to that charge, but I would tell you, I would not—the chance of him receiving some jail time is not zero in this case. It's yeah, because it was—but
3: uh, Craig, because uh, up to uh, my understanding, a uh, battery resulting in bodily harm in Nevada could carry a sentence of one to five years in prison with a mandatory correct. fine of uh, $10,000 if convicted. Now, uh, the correct. question I have for you, you talk about uh, Alvin Kamara's representation and, and how they're the best of the best. What do you know about— Clark County, Nevada District Attorney, Steve Wilson. Now, when I read this, and I I had saved this. This wasn't all this happened, so it was kind of, you know, out of sight, out of mind, and now it's coming to the forefront because, you know, when you're talking about 2022 we in 2023, so basically a year ago uh, that Mr. uh, Wolfson, um, he didn't sound like uh, he was inclined to go lightly on Kamara when he said in a statement after the incident, there's a point where enough is enough. Be responsible because they have so much to lose, and it's sad. I think the Las Vegas environment contributes to this issue, but at the end of the day, is the human himself, is the athlete or the, ent- or the entertainer that makes choices, just like you and I would. Uh, so you have to make good choices, and so uh, and then uh, when I when I saw this too, that uh, when you look about uh, what exactly like you know the big guy and the sky don't lie and uh, what they have on film. And then what immediately when the uh, police, when uh, uh, Alvin didn't help his cause uh, (laughs) by telling the police a version of events that conflicted with what the video evidence on the incident showed happened. Uh, You know, I mean, telling them one thing. Is that that obstruction of justice? But the video
1: shows another. Craig, that's why I thought this would come to this reading that comment that that we bobs had for over a year now that yes. sounded like man, that district attorney man i'm not playing around with this uh and i i'm going to go full forward uh so to try that to, an
2: example maybe exa- I, I think that's exactly it i and i, I think that definitely plays into it and I, and I think in his thought process on something like this as well is las vegas is it now has two professional sports teams um, it's likely the NBA is going to put a team there. And then it looks like the Oakland A's may move there. That's so right. it is now going to become a, a mecca for professional athletes and not just people who come in for a weekend or whatever, there will be professional athletes living there. And I do think to a certain extent, they want to make an example. When a professional athlete commits a crime, they do want to make an example out of him because it's obviously a high profile case Um, You know, they're they're a tourist city, much like New Orleans, and they don't want to have people coming here and and hurting other people in casinos or fighting in casinos. I mean, that's bad for business, obviously. Um, Now, now, Craig. Yeah, go ahead. I do think that that plays into it. Um, But I would I would tell you, I think the driver of this is not so much the district attorney as it is the the victim and the victim's uh, attorney, Tony Busby those are the two i i I think they are fully on board with the prosecution and they can drop out basically at any if
3: you settle them like you say a a, a civil uh case and you monetarily reward them because of when you look at the film but they stomped on the victim with 23 times they punched the victim nine times that's what police said he suffered a fractured bone in his eye socket so this is not like an opinion this is what the police's report saying then you look at their surveillance video obtained by the police Kamara was not uh, the first person to throw the punch, but the police report does not say uh, which man threw the first punch. But after the first punch was thrown, Alvin Kamara allegedly joined in and punched the victim several times, according to the report, including after the victim fell and lost consciousness and he still was getting hit.
2: Yes, and that. So, what David Schoenfeld, as uh, Kamara's attorney, has alluded to prior to today, and I think even today, is that this is going to be some sort of a self-defense case. Um, but I don't see how Kamara's behavior is consistent with uh, with a self-defense. Yeah, what's on the
3: video, right, Craig? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
2: <laughs> Craig, uh, sort of explain to... Um, it does not make a ton of, ton of sense, I'll, I'll tell you that. I think it's going to be a very tough sell to 12 people from Nevada um, that, hey, this is really a self-defense case. Yeah. Craig,
1: uh, sort of explain to everybody, why is the civil defense deal in Louisiana yet the criminal trial uh, would be in Las Vegas?
2: Well, that's a good question. I, and so so the the incident itself took place in las vegas so so criminal jurisdiction is anywhere where one element of the crime occurred and in this case all the elements of the crime occurred in clark county okay there's nothing i i mean it wasn't like kamara said hey i'm gonna fly it a lot he, he gets on a plane in new orleans and while he's on the the tarmac he says hey i'm gonna go beat you know, the living daylights out of right. a guy in a Nevada casino, You know, Mr. Green in a, in a Nevada casino. That's not, that's not how it happened. He didn't formulate his intent. In Louisiana his intent uh, was formulated in the casino during the incident. So all of that would be contained in venue in, in this case would be in Clark County. Now, civil venue rules are a lot different. And some of it is wherever you can find the, the defendant. And I think Tony Busby thought he was going to find a very favorable, I don't know why he thought this, but he was going to find a very favorable uh, jurisdiction for a plaintiff in New Orleans. Okay. And, and and we, New Orleans civilly is known as a very plaintiff friendly jurisdiction, New Orleans state court. Um, But because the two, um, and, and this is another factor in this, but because, uh, The two uh, parties in this are from different states, and the damages are above $75,000, or at least that's the allegation. It can be removed to federal court, and that's what Kamara's attorneys in the civil case did. Um, and, And federal court in the Eastern District of Louisiana is not nearly... Uh, as plaintiff-friendly as, as New Orleans' state court.
3: Now, um, yeah, Craig, I want you to comment on this also. I'm looking at, okay, because it could vary, I guess, state to state. Maybe you can explain, and it doesn't, or it does. But, uh, look, when you get indicted in Camara's court case, uh, I was reading a reporter, was like, conspiracy to commit battery. And Nevada law defines a criminal conspiracy... As two or more people making an agreement to, vi- to violate the law, is that like, okay, uh, it's going to get out of hand and it's going to, uh, that we're just going to beat them up more than one person beating up another one or what?
2: Uh, that, I would tell you, I think that's the weakest aspect of okay. the charge. Uh, so, but, but once Kamara makes contact with Green, that is the battery. So you don't necessarily the, the conspiracy. You don't really need here, although it's a way of linking the, the other three people and who right. were charged and say. But I, I do think that's a because you're right. It's not. You know, it looks at least from the video. I mean, we don't have all the evidence, but from the video, it just looks like this. It, it looks like something. I, I'm not minimizing it, but. It, it looks like something that got out of hand very quickly. Yeah, yeah and, and Craig, sort of I'm, gra- I'm glad you it. brought
3: that up, because I, I was just reading on, and this makes sense, because you say, well, that's a uh, conspiracy to commit battery in the state of Nevada is a gross uh, a, a misdemeanor, while battery resulted in substantial bodily harm is a felony. So uh, yeah. whenever, I know the common man, when they heard the word felony, uh, you know, misdemeanor, felony, I think we all know the difference between that. Yeah.
2: Yes, and and again, even if it's a felony charge for Kamara, it, it is, uh, it, it should be probatable. I know it's one to five years, yeah, um, that he's looking at in jail, but in I Nevada, believe yeah. that can be suspended. So um, there is, but I do think it it does increase the likelihood of Alvin doing some jail time here, and obviously for a running back who's. You know, in his mid-20s, if he misses any part of a, a season or an entire season, I mean, that's... Um, Devastating. Mean, that's, that, that's huge for him. Right? For yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: Craig, thanks so much for joining us on Short Notice. Man, I really appreciate it, buddy. Uh, I know yeah. you got parading to do, but, man, I, thank you so much. And we'll have you back on uh, pretty soon because this case uh be March 2nd, I think, is when it's going to uh, come on. Yeah. We, we'd love to have you uh, give us some more insights.
3: Thank you, Craig. I, I
1: would
2: love to come back on. Thanks, Bobby. Thanks, Mike.
1: Thank you, Craig. Appreciate it. Craig Murdoch, uh, civil defense attorney here in New Orleans. You see him on the Today Show sometimes. We'll be back with more. Post your free job on linkedin.com
0: slash recommend today.
1: We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. We went a little bit long with Craig Murdoch. want to thank him so much uh, for jumping on with us real quick. I'm going to throw it back to Charlie Long and we'll have commercials and then come right back and we'll have Doug Mouton on from WWL Television to also speak about the Alvin Camaro situation. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Hebert, on our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line, the Sports Director at for New Orleans, Doug Mouton. Doug, thanks so much for joining us. Doug, let me tell you, when uh, Geller and I were talking yesterday about getting you on, uh, we didn't think this would happen, but uh, from a standpoint of uh, on the field, uh, and I think we both agree, I think all three of us would agree on this. This team needed a running back before uh, this incident happened, and he's going to miss at least six weeks and possibly eight. Maybe, maybe, who, think, yeah. who knows, maybe even longer. But this football team now has got to retool at the running back position.
4: Oh, there's no question about it, Mike, and I, I agree 100%. I thought they needed a running back before, I think they might need two running backs. I will say the one good thing is, and you've seen this in the last few years in the draft, like teams have been able to find – running backs in the third, fourth round area that have been able to step in immediately and provide help. So I think it's a position you can address in the draft, and you can address it and get help immediately. But I don't think there's any doubt now. And I thought, like you said, I thought this before this came up too. Um, but, yes, I certainly think it now. On the field, the Saints are going to have to upgrade running back position in a big way.
3: Well, Doug, you're talking about an uh, NFL I think this is the mindset um, that – you could be a star running back, and they really don't want to draft you in the first round. Now, Saquon Barkley, but you like, for instance. okay? They'll look, be only
1: one this year. But wait, but wait. John Robinson they, from, uh, yeah, from, from Texas. Texas. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. the only
3: one. Uh, okay, but it's not like, oh, they're going to have a handful. It's just the way it is now. And just look at the Super Bowl. Who was the main contributor in the run game? You know, Clyde edwards Hilaire got hurt in November. Now, he was – you know, he still got a Super Bowl ring, but who was the stud for P- them?
1: Pacheco was, Pacheco a seventh was round the seventh-round
3: pick. Pacheco was the seventh-round pick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he didn't, he looked like as good as anyone.
4: <laughs> I, look, and I will say this, too, just from the legal standpoint, I'm uh, uh, scrambling to figure out exactly what this means. With Alvin Kamara and I talked with Dane Cialino who the Loyola law professor who I've talked to a lot in these kind of situations um terrific and and actually explains it in a way that I could get what he's saying um look as of right now this is obviously not good for Kamara you would have expected Alvin Kamara's attorneys to be looking to settle this thing out of court to some come up with some kind of plea arrangement and the fact that it hasn't happened yet is not good for Kamara although uh, in Dane Cialino's estimation, his lawyers will continue to try to find that resolution up until the last second. They are going to continue to do that. They did say in a statement today that they're going to vigorously fight the charges and that uh, they believe uh, Kamara was defending himself and others at the time of the incident. That's what Alvin Kamara's mm-hmm. lawyers. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, so, if somebody's
3: knocked out and you, you keep hitting them; they're on the ground. How are you defending yourself? Well, and, yourself? and, and look, and, the,
4: the, on. the one thing working in this case too, this yes. this was in a casino. So the cameras. one thing you know about a casino and a Walmart is that there's cameras triangulating <laughs> yeah. every possible right. inch. So there's there's a ton of video evidence. And yeah, going back to what this means for the NFL in a case like this, it it has been the NFL's norm to wait for the legality to play out. But look, this, this was a violent incident. And, and Bobby, you said six or eight games. I certainly think that that's where the benchmark is probably at a minimum. And I, and I don't know what the maximum would be, but I, but I think six would be about as good a result as the saints could hope for.
3: Well, and and you know, the problem is, um, you know, that, okay, you have a story, and then what's the real story? It could be your story, but, like, you know, the big eye in the sky don't lie, and I guess I don't know how you could go around that, but I think when Kamara didn't help his cause, he was told the police a version of events that conflicted with what the video evidence was of the incident show that happened. So words, you're saying one thing, and then they, the, the police are saying, but look on the video. I mean, what are you doing? And they have it on the surveillance video, that okay, he wasn't the first person to throw the punch, but after the first punch was thrown, Kamara uh, allegedly he joins in. I say allegedly. Now he punched the victim several times, including after the victim fell and lost consciousness. So I mean, if they have that on video, I I I, I don't know.
1: That how, that's how, a tough thing about defending yeah, yourself. Yeah. So how you can yeah. have
3: the greatest law in the world, how, a lawyer in the world? How can you defend yourself if that's what happened?
1: Yeah, and and
4: and that's an excellent question. Now again, I haven't seen the video. But according to the police report, the victim never fought back. And that in the police report, it says that the victims, uh, how he described what happened is exactly what they saw on video. And again, that's according to police. That's according to the police report. That's not me saying that. I haven't seen it. But that is what I read in the police report. And that's where it stands now. But again, according to Dane Cialino, they're going to be working to resolve this thing over the next month or so and and the trial the the court date is set for march 2nd but that's not the actual trial yeah that's when you begin the process so the trial he would expect to be sometime maybe over the summer you would expect the the alvin kamara's attorneys to be talking and and look this guy has already filed the victim in the case has already filed a 10 million dollar suit against kamara in louisiana civil court
3: well this is on the film and this is the police report okay Uh, They stomped on the victim approximately 23 times and punched the victim nine times, and then he fractured bone in his eye socket. But then if you're just looking, not looking at uh, Darren Young or Percy Harris or or Chris Lemons, uh, the other guys involved, just so what Alvin Kamerity said, according to the report, uh, allegedly, again, he punched the victim eight times. Someone just let me get a shot in there. No, and he was down, he hit him eight times. Come on. Yeah, it's
4: uh, that that is where it stands, and 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 that's what it says on the police report. I I mean, what happens in court, obviously, you and I don't know, and it's, yeah, it's certainly right. not our our area of expertise, which is why I called Dane Cialino immediately before I go on TV.
3: Yeah, and, yeah, you, you got to look a
1: little bit intelligent on that board. That's well, why we and, had and Craig and, and, on.
3: And, come and, on. It for some of us Yeah, right? yeah, and, I got you. And, and Doug, I was telling like this because we never know because we're all human beings and. Um, right. You know, right. they always say the worst place to get in a fight is in Las Vegas because they want tourists, they want people to keep they coming. Want I, you I, to I, feel safe. Safe there. where you're not going to come there and you're going to get beat up no matter what the circumstance. Now, in theory, you know, you would say, like, okay, Alvin Kamara, you have your boys with you or whatever. Let them fight and just run away. You have too much to lose. But again, I'm not saying that you sh- anybody should hit anybody. But Alvin right. Kamara to put himself in that position. But what I, what I, is interesting. Uh, because Clark County District Attorney Steve Wolfson, okay, you look at that cat. Okay, what is his relationship with these high-priced lawyers that Kamara has? See, none of us know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. see, that to me is going to be significant, uh, that what's going to come about, because uh, the one thing is that uh, when you look at, uh, for instance, now this is the District Attorney Steve Wolfson, he says, uh, and I'm going to repeat it again, I said this about a half an hour ago, uh, Doug. But he said, uh, talking about the incident, there's a point where enough is enough. You have to be responsible because they have so much to lose. You know, he's obviously looking at a professional athlete or an entertainer, whatever, and he said it's sad. I think the Las Vegas environment contributes to this issue, but at the end of the day, it's, human, it's, it's, to the, uh, it's up to the human himself, whether it's an athlete or an entertainer, that makes the choice. Just like you and me, uh, we have to make good choices. So, I don't know. He seems like a hard ass. I don't know. He he, no, he, he don't want no plea deal. He, he, wants, he wants this in know, court. I think he might want to set an example, example. because we were just talking earlier. Yeah. Think about all the future professional athletes that are going to be in Las Vegas. Okay. They already have uh, – what's their hockey team? The Las Vegas Knight? Mm-hmm. Uh, they have the NHL team. They're trying to get the okay, Oakland A's. they got the Raiders. They're going to get the Major League Oakland A's. And, and eventually an NBA, uh, NBA team. team. So I think that they might want to set the president Look, we we love that you're here in Las Vegas. Uh, but uh, I'll tell you, the rules are the rules. And, then, and they might try and set an example with Kamara. Well, now, in, in the
4: first time that I did this story, when it first <coughs> broke, which was a year ago, I talked to Dane Cialino then, too, for the same exact reason, to try to get it explained to me. And he said that if the attorneys on both sides of Kamara's attorneys and the victim's attorneys can come to an agreement that the, the district attorney will almost always follow what their recommendation is. So it is certainly still possible right. that this thing can be resolved without a court case. Now that hasn't happened yet. And, and where that stands, nobody really knows except for those guys. But, I, and again, maybe having a lawyer on would have been better than me, but, that is still possible up until the time that it's that, that we're getting a verdict in a trial.
1: Doug, a uh, bottom line with this is if you go back to a team looking at this uh, with your first couple picks, uh, I think you you got to take a look at what you're going to do at the quarterback spot and and also offensive defensive line, especially defensive tackle. But this throws this third round pick into a situation where you got to take a look at a running back. And I think there's a couple guys there, and one of them played at Tulane and, and Tajay yeah. Spears. Uh, Zach Charbonnet from UCLA I think is also a guy that potentially could be there. I think A-Chain, uh, Devin from uh, Texas A&M, he'll be gone, along with Jameer Gibbs and Robinson. But the, the fit of Tajay Spears on this Saints team I think would be a really good fit.
3: Well, you know what, Doug, like Mike saying, is the Who That Nation is familiar with him, They're also familiar with Charbonnet because I remember when you got Louisiana uh, roots. And and when he went against LSU, it was like, whoa, look at this cat. And then we know about A Chain. Uh, A Chain, (laughs) I I, 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 I thought he was supposed to be hurt against LSU. And look (laughs) what he did. He was tremendous, right. Yeah.
4: Look, I'll say this about the draft, too. You got to see how the Derek Carr thing plays out. If the Saints do actually sign Derek Carr and it is a 5-year deal, you are unlikely to go get a quarterback now because you're locked in with Carr. Do you want to have a situation like Jordan Love in Green Bay where you have a you know a first-round draft pick quarterback that's watching. Now maybe you take a shot in the second or third round, but you got to know that if you sign Derek Carr for five years, so I think how the, how the Derek Carr situation and what you decide to do with a free agent quarterback and how long you sign him for, that obviously weighs heavy on what you do with a quarterback. And yeah, Mike, you got all these decisions to make on those free agent defensive linemen. Yep. In theory, you could be losing most of your defensive line. You might literally need three or four or five new rotational pieces, not all people you have to find in the draft, but you might, you might have a lot of new faces on that defensive line depending on what they do in free agency. So I don't think we're going to know the draft needs well, certainly once the Derek Carr thing plays out, we'll know a lot more. But then I don't think we're really going to know the draft needs until we get through those first couple of weeks in free agency. So maybe it'll be the beginning of April before all this shakes out. But you've got to find a big wide receiver someplace. You've got to find a possession guy. If you plan on going with Olave and Rashid Shahid, that's great. You've got two guys who can run. And honestly, if you watch Derek Carr, to me the one thing that stands out about him, and I've watched a ton of tape, is how easily he, he has got a big league cannon. And how easily he can get the ball downfield. Those two guys go with him, but you need a big receiver to go with those guys to be a possession guy. So, yep. so there's a bunch of needs, and we're not really going to know how the defensive line shakes out.
1: That to that to me is is a, con, a major major concern, yeah, Doug. No, that, that, I, know no. you, yeah. I know you. I know you got to go on air real quick. So man, thank you so much for joining us. Right, we Doug. really appreciate it, and uh, we'll be talking some more later on. Yeah, normally I'm not at the top of the 5 p.m. news.
3: You I are today, today, buddy. The album yeah, yeah. All right, Doug. Thank you, Doug. Right, Appreciate thanks, it. Okay. All
1: right. That was Doug Mouton. So, uh-huh. Mike, as
3: we go into the break, let me read this text and you can comment we get back. This is from uh, – I, I don't really have the answer. This is 6818. Bobby and Mike, if the Saints could trade for Justin Fields, would that be a good trade? I heard he would like to play in the Dome Stadium. Said that about a Dome Stadium, but Bob, again, you're
1: talking about a developmental quarterback. Can
3: Pete Carmichael develop? Can Pete develop quickly? Mike, his his winning record is sorry well, in the NFL. Really bad. What, we'll, he won like four or five games? What, we'll, he's been playing like three years?
1: We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. We're finishing up here in our number one on sports talk on the Big 870. James, hold on to where you're at. I'll take you right after uh, the news break here on the Big 870. So we'll have a lot more sports talk here on WWL right after this news break on the Big 870.